Hey everybody and welcome back to Nerds with Friends. I'm joined as always by Christian Garcia. What up? And my name is Cody Leach and let's get down to the nitty gritty. That'd be a cool new intro. <laughs> the nitty gritty? Yeah, I don't know. The nerdy gritty? <laughs> Ooh, the nerdy gritty. I like that. <laughs> uh, as promised, we are uh, trying to give you more nerd action. Uh, trying to get back on the weekly basis so you can make us part of your weekly routine. I just needed a reason to hang out with Cody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> um, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, you know, it's it's funny how this is a good time for the next six months is going to be crazy time for nerds. Oh, yeah. Because we've got so much good stuff coming out. So it, it makes sense that we're uh, we're doing a little bit more more casting because uh, it's going to be this is going to be a good year, I think, for. Oh, yeah. well, I'm just going over the year. I didn't look at exactly how many episodes we did, yeah. but I was just thinking about all the in-betweens we missed. and like, there was so much shit that we didn't there's, talk yeah. about. So there was so much content. That's I feel like that's one of the issues. There's so much content that it's hard. And I think we touched about it a little bit with yeah. Danny. There's there's way too much to, to keep up with everything. Yeah, exactly. Which is a good and a bad thing. It's a good. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great what a time to be alive where there's like I think what are we having like five comic book movies, six comic book movies this year, something like that. Yeah. You know, we got um Captain Marvel's coming up, Shazam. Um we just had Aquaman. Then we're having uh Avengers, Spider-Man. See, so now I'm thinking did we talk Aquaman? Did we talk even briefly? We didn't really talk. I haven't seen it yet. I'm I've been lagging on Aquaman. Um but yeah, and then we have, and then that's not not to mention Hellboy. There's new Hellboy coming out, yeah, um, amongst other things. So I mean, there's it's there's a lot of stuff coming out. So more nerds every week. Uh, that's the plan, and uh, don't hold us against us if we uh, miss a week here and there because I also have two weddings to go to this year. We'll just do it at during the wedding. During the weddings, but uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoy that and. Uh, Make sure you tell your friends, um, tell them to get on the nerd train, because people all over the world <laughs> join hands. <laughs> Make a nerd train. Nerd train. All right. Well, let's start it off with some nerdy confessions. Um, I'll, uh, I'll go first, because mine will lead into something we're talking about, but then you'll go, it's which will gonna, also lead yeah, into something. It's fine. It's fine. It's going to set up the episode nicely. My nerdy confession is, uh, as of recording this, this is Tuesday. Um, and last Friday, the uh, new season of The Punisher came out on Netflix. And I watched it all already. <laughs> and that actually ties into so much content. I didn't even know that it came out. I, I kept seeing like previews for it. Yeah. I didn't know it was out. Yeah. And I will say this. Um, obviously, we're not going to spoil it. But we'll talk a little bit about it later. But, I mean... The pun this the Punisher is so good and um uh John Bernthal is such a great actor, um, which we discussed a little bit with Danny. I don't Yeah, we did that was on the show, right? I don't even remember if it was before or after or what. It was during the episode. Anyway, I'll say it again. He's awesome. He brings so much emotion to the role and it's just like it's so good. And then the action I think it was I think this was better than season one of The Punisher. Because season one, I felt like for being such a, you know, action heavy character, I felt like there was a lot of slow episodes. I, I've I've had conversation with people about that. Uh, that it was like it felt slow. I was like, I, but it had good pacing. I don't. I didn't feel like it was boring. Like a lot of it was backstory and fleshing out his character. Yeah. Like, and you needed a little bit more of that in right. the first real season. You know. Um, like this, he's this, not just this killing machine. He's this dude that he does have feelings. Like he does understand like what he's doing. Um, and a lot of people don't agree with the killing. I'm kind of on the side that it. You know, I get it. Some. Yeah. No. Like, and he's, and in this season too, you know, you get some of that. Like they bring up the fact that he has a a, a code that he won't like. He doesn't kill innocent people. Everyone he kills has it coming. Kind yeah. Of thing basically. And. um and there is some cool stuff. You, you get some more of uh, his friend uh, Billy Russo, a.k.a. Jigsaw. He's back in this uh, season. I only saw his face from the trailer, which I feel like they didn't make him ugly enough. Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't like super scarred up, really. But I, I, I thought about that, too. I'm like, first of all, he's got to be able to fight like crazy in it, right? So they've got to be able to reproduce it on the stunt double guy. 
And then also, like, he's got to be putting that shit on every day of filming. So maybe they went a little lighter. But they did give him kind of a cool mask that he wears um, that has, like, the jagged, you know, thing on it that he wears from time to time. I'm just going by the comics. Like, in the comics, like, he looks grotesque. (laughs) Yeah, he is terrible, yeah. Um, Definitely didn't go that far. But, um, yeah, he's awesome in it. There's this new bad guy, which I don't think was in the comics. Um, I don't rec- I didn't recognize his character, but he was uh, like this preacher guy who's like super religious. And he does the thing where he's like flailing his own back oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, the, yeah, the Catholic guilt. Uh, let me smack myself in the back with the whip thing. Yeah, exactly. From like Da Vinci Code. That was that was when I first heard about that. When the, got, the Opus Dei? Yeah, Opus Dei. Yeah, so he does that and stuff, but he's also like a straight-up murderer. Um, so he's a cool bad guy in it, too. Um, and all the same sidekicks are there, um, though he does have this younger uh, girl who kind of teams up with him. And uh, and ha- having kind of like a almost father-daughter dynamic there was pretty cool because, you know, obviously he lost his whole family. And this is like his chance to kind of like you, you get to see what Frank Castle would have done if he had like a teenage daughter instead of a you know young daughter who got murdered. You know, I haven't I haven't seen it. But it would have been cool if it was like Typhoid Mary, you know, just yeah. They like he, she trained with him or something. That would have been kind of cool. But again, I don't know. Maybe well, the Typhoid Mary was in um, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm one. saying. Like it would have been a cool tie-in. Like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Except that that chick who played Typhoid Mary is like the same age as John Burton. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I haven't seen. Daddy. I, I haven't seen yeah. the season. But I will say it's awesome. It's got all the Punisher action that you would want. There's a cool, cool ass like bar fight scene, where it's like it's was it a, as good as the prison scene? Uh, that prison scene was so good. It was really good. It's, it's hard, but there, there was def. I'd say there was definitely parts of it that were as good. Like it goes from it starts in the bathroom of the bar, then it comes out into the actual bar area. And there's like, I mean, there's throwing knives. There's fucking chairs being broken over people's head. The bouncer guy gets involved. Everyone's fighting with knives and shit. It's awesome. All right. And um, and there's like, the the amount of punishment that Frank Castle takes and keeps on going is amazing. Yeah. Well, that's that's what he's known for is his drive. You know. It's, yeah. He's got a mission. He's gonna fucking exactly. See it, it was so good. Um. But yeah, go check out the Punisher. Uh, streaming now on Netflix. And I mean, it. It's bittersweet watching this because this is probably don't the, say it the last don't say it. Marvel you're gonna bring it into the universe Netflix uh, show we're gonna get unless uh, Jessica Jones was I haven't the, heard anything at least they haven't said that they're uh, canceling it and I know the only and the reason why this one was going because they pretty much wrapped it up when the when everything got else got canceled so I think the plan is to move all these Marvel TV shows over to the Disney streaming which app. makes me wonder are they going to go R I don't know I hope so because if, if they're going to factor it or pitch it as the Disney streaming I'm thinking the cartoons the kooky little live yeah, action Disney stuff Channel. they do yeah Disney Channel like are they going to speak of which all? I saw a little trailer for that Kim Possible live action movie it looks like garbage <laughs> Apologize for any Kim Possible fans out there that are excited by it. I yeah, haven't seen it. I, I apologize on Disney's behalf because that thing looks like a travesty. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I can't can't opine if I haven't seen. Oh god! But yeah, I, you know, I'm hoping that they maintain some of that. You know, like I don't know. Hopefully, it's in a different section of the the Disney. Streaming it would be app cool, and I would be fine with the cancellations if it's because they're migrating it over. Yeah. As long as they keep the same, like, production team, writers, and directors. Because, I mean, that's really what made it good. And and I think that's what Netflix does so well is they are out to produce quality content. They're not – the the quality of, like, how good The Punisher is or how good Daredevil is doesn't necessarily mean more people are subscribing to Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's just – it's enticing that people – who are already uh, Netflix subscribers, and then maybe they'll talk to their friends and get more people. To yeah, sign and then up. they're like, "Here's my login. Here's yeah, the password. Here's my login. Go ahead and watch it." Yeah. Oh, I saw at CES. There's actually some new stuff coming out that might prevent that. Oh, really? I know that they're raising their prices a little bit. Well, there's new uh, AI technology coming out that will actually recognize odd login passwords, like or login patterns, where like, oh, 
he's Cody's logging in here in San Francisco, but then at the exact same time he's logging in in Puerto Vallarta. Hey, you don't know my life. You can't actually in Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, it's different. I've tried when I go when I go visit my yeah. family. I can't log into my Netflix. I'm like, fuck. You gotta oh, get Netflix that's... Mexico. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm, that makes sense. I was thinking about getting a VPN so I could watch uh, Star Trek Discovery on Netflix and and get rid of the stupid CBS All Access. <laughs> Here's one more rant rant on CBS All Access. I hate it. I hate it so much. It does not give you access to all of CBS's programming, first of all. So it's already a liar. And then second, you pay $5.99 or whatever a month, and I'm just doing it to watch Star Trek, and you still have to watch commercials. And it's like... Yeah, that seems kind of bullshit. If you're going to pay for the streaming, you should be able to avoid the commercials. There is a plan. Or I mean, it's I like w- 10 it's like $10 a month or something like that. Or make it for free and then you have to watch the commercials. I would I would think. Yeah, exactly. Cuz I feel then the company's double dipping. They're making money off of you, they're making money off the advertisers. Yeah, exactly. And then all I really want to watch is Star Trek. I don't want to watch any of this bullshit other stuff. And so, like, th- and and like I was saying, they don't have access to all of CBS's programming either. Yeah, so, like, Big Bang Theory, there's 12 episodes on there. So, I hope you enjoy those 12 episodes because that's all you get to watch. <laughs> and that's from their own programming. I just yeah, don't that seems understand. Like bullshit. Anyway, uh, but yeah. I'm not going to complain because I'm about to sign up for HBO for Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I did last year. Game of Thrones HBO came out. HBO is so good, though. Like HBO, I have no problem paying for because True Detective just started up again, which is already turning out to be a pretty good show. Um, and then you got Crashing with Pete Holmes is awesome. Um, there's all sorts of comedy specials, like a new Flight of Concord just Concords just came what? out. What? Yep, new not co- season, but like a, a special comedy, comedy special. Okay, yeah, like concert. Um, which is awesome. You should go watch it. And then, like, and then of course, yeah, you got Game of Thrones. You got um, what's the uh, what's that other one? I'm gonna I'm gonna say last it. week tonight is awesome with John Oliver. Oh, John Oliver is fucking fantastic. The the amount of information he gives you in half an hour, it's yeah. so in depth. I actually, it's funny. <laughs> this will not be my nerdy confession, but I've been binge watching a lot of John Oliver, and like he gives you a lot of scary information. And he makes it funny. Yeah. The last one I just watched it was our nuclear waste. Oh, yeah. We have so much nuclear waste in America. And the comparison he gave, which I thought was fantastic, it was like building a house with no bathroom. And we've all been shitting in paper bags, yeah. leaving it all over the house, hoping that the bags don't rip. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I get it. I get that analogy. That makes yeah, he, so much sense. And that's what's funny is it's actually there's a lot of great information in there and it's presented in a way that makes it interesting and impactful. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> so I love that show. I can't and then the other one is Bill Maher, which I can kinda I can't fuck with Bill. I used to be a very huge Bill Maher fan as soon as he said the uh the comment about uh, Stanley, I was like, I can't I can't fuck with him yeah. anymore. Yeah, he he's he's one of those guys. There's a couple guys out there um, who have opinions that I I like a lot of the times, but then there's always something they yeah. say that just fucks me up. Like Bill Maher is one of them. Adam Carolla is another one, and Joe Rogan's the third. And like they all like, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. This guy really sounds like. Wait, what did he say? <laughs> Man, fuck that! <laughs> I don't, I don't fucks with much Adam Carolla. So I don't know Joe Rogan. I, I agree with you. There's a lot of stuff that he says. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, like, that, yeah, absolutely. And he <laughs> says it in a broish way that would make more sense to like, you know, fucking some idiot who does yeah. MMA would also exactly. understand. But there are some comments. He's, well, actually, for me, it's more of the guests he'll bring on. Like, he will kind of like side with his guest and then like the next guest will have a counterpoint and he'll like side with them too and it's like i you know i understand you want to be courteous to your guest but like have an opinion yeah you know like you know just stick to it the only thing he sticks solidly to is marijuana someone says something negative about marijuana he's like to the death he will defend it yeah you know what's funny about and i know we're getting a little off topic but as we do when people start talking about defending marijuana which don't get me wrong, like I I approve of marijuana quite a bit. I don't definitely don't smoke it. I haven't smoked in like I don't know four or five months, <laughs> but you know um, I definitely think there's benefit to it, and um, the way the government has treated it has been ridiculous for the past you know hundred years, call it. Um, but 
But when you get some of these stoners who are defending it and they just sound like a fucking idiot, <laughs> like I'm like, guys, you're not helping. You're not, you know, it's like, well, dude, bro, have have you heard about like CBD though? Like, I mean, CBD does a lot of good. You know, it's like it cures cancer. Uh, it cures AIDS. <laughs> it, you know, it, it lessens our carbon footprint. I will, and I'm just like, dude, shut your mouth. Like, I will say this. CBD is great for relaxing. Yeah. It's definitely good to chill. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, there's definitely benefits to it. I would leave it at that. <laughs> but, like, some of these, like, you know, you, you'll hear someone start talking about the medical benefits, and then they start talking about how spiritual it makes you, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you had me at one point. Yeah, we <laughs> rain it back. Rain it back. But, yeah, so um, if you, spe- you want to speak out uh, for a cause, just keep that in mind. Keep it's never get to the point where you're crazy, you know, because then you start losing credibility. And if you sound and if you're high when you're speaking about it, it's you know, just wait, yeah, just wait till you're sober to yeah. talk about it. Do it tomorrow, you know, <laughs> talk about it tomorrow when you're sober and can string together a sentence without being like, What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> we asked your name, sir. It's like, oh. Yeah, weed's good. <laughs> yeah, weed's good. That's all I got to say. What's your nerdy confession this week, uh, Christian? Uh, okay. We're probably going to end up talking a lot about this, but my nerdy confession is that I let M. Night Shyamalan trick me again into thinking that glass would be good. <laughs> got us again, didn't he? He fucking got me. And... and- and we'll say this too, like if you have not seen the movie Glass, go ahead and see it first because we're going to talk a, a little bit of spoilers because we have to, to 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 really discuss why it was so disappointing. So, so if you haven't seen Glass, uh, you've been warned. Spoilers coming up. I will say I will before I go and talk about what I didn't like. Um, there were some things that I did like. Uh, James uh, James McAvoy McAvoy, amazing. Yeah, playing like. 10, 15 different characters. Spectacular. I will... The dude... I didn't think he was acting certain characters. I felt he was this yeah. character. Yep, yep, yep. Even when he... Uh, I forget the uh, the woman. The, Patricia. Yeah. Oh, is it Patricia? Yeah. Well, I believe it was. Like, even the way he walked... There's a part where he's walking glass, and it's, like, from the back. You don't even see his face. He had a very feminine walk. I was like, I... Like he like I thought he like holds himself differently. It and was, has a more calm demeanor. And certain there were so and, many little things about each character that he brought that was that was great. He was fantastic. Yes, uh, it was as he was in Split. Like Split right. was just as good. You know, uh, it was cool to see Bruce Willis in a role that I liked him in again. That mm-hmm. was that was cool. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> there were certain shots and angles that I really liked. There was one fight scene. Uh, when they were, well, we already said spoilers. So they were fighting outside, mm-hmm. and Bruce Willis is trying to punch the beast. And you, he's like, you, you see it from inside the van instead of from outside. There were certain angles and perspectives that I really, really liked. Yes. So shout out to like cinematographers and other people that worked on the film. Yeah, I think like you know specifically that part where you know you're looking from outside, from inside the van through a window. Yeah. And you just see. Bruce Willis wind up and then you see the van dent. Yeah, dent you know what in. I mean? It's like that's a cool way, first of all, of of you know, producing a cool effect and seeing like the power of, right. of these guys fighting. But also by make by getting out of uh just making everything CGI where things start looking super fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was there was there was a, I, I wanna say the things I liked before <laughs> the things yeah. I didn't like. Um the Third party, we'll say the Clover people, the normal people who knew that there were supers. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we need to neutralize this. And they they were neither good nor bad. They wanted to keep things keep, even. Keep the scales balanced. Yeah. I was like, that was a great cool plot I- point. Cool idea. Yes. Yeah. I was like, and this is where I feel like I don't think enough people tell M. Night. No. <laughs> right, right. Or there's no one who, like, reels him in. Yeah. Well, to expand on what you were saying there, so basically um, one of the key twists in this is that there is a secret society of people who know about the existence of supers, who basically, 
you know, know everything that Samuel L. Jackson knew in, in Unbreakable, you know, everything he was hypothesizing. They have known about it for centuries and they are in charge of like keeping them under control. The balance, yeah. And keeping keeping it so that there's no like there's no superhero guy taking over the world as like a god. And I thought it was cool that at first they wanted to make them believe that they weren't so that they wouldn't do it. They didn't necessarily have to go out and kill them. Right. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Now <laughs> <laughs> the shit that pisses me off, and M. Night does it in all his movies, is that I think he suffers from like Christopher Nolan disease, where he thinks he thinks he's extremely smart, smarter than his audience. That he yeah. has to dumb it or ex- re-explain things. Oh yeah, that's some of the obvious. comic book things where like when he's like, "Oh, this is this is when the." Uh, Superhero fights a supervillain, and it's like, yeah, or, or this dude, we the, know. Like, this is the special edition. Oh, it's an origin story. That's where I feel someone needs to be like, stop it, shut your, <laughs> yeah. shut your mouth. We got something good. It was Don't like ruin it. I felt there was a little bit of that in Ready Player One when they talked about avatars and like, yeah, yeah. oh, he's this is my avatar. It's physical representation of myself in the digital world. Like, I'm like. Your audience Dude, doesn't on, need to know that. Your yeah. audience knows you that. Do you don't a have good to explain enough job that. of filming and laying things out in context. People will figure it out. You know what I mean? And and like you know his whole flashback when yeah. like when the doctor quote unquote is reviewing. Oh shit! Glass had been planning this the whole time. Don't dumb it down for me. I can piece those things yeah. together. It, I can figure that shit out. Yeah, that to me just like you're telling me as an audience that you think I'm stupid. That's yeah. the way I take it. It's right. Like, don't dumb it down for me. I got it. <laughs> right. I, exactly. Like, and you know, to be fair, he did a little bit of that in um, Sixth Sense. You know, mm-hmm. so like when Bruce Willis. Sorry if you haven't seen the Sixth Sense, but when Bruce Willis. <laughs> Figures out that he's been dead the whole time. You don't need to go back and show like they, that. They go back and they're like, oh, you know, the the mom never talks to him and stuff. You're like, oh, fuck. It would have been a better movie, which was already really good because we hadn't seen something quite like that before. But it would have been a better movie if they hadn't did that. Yeah. Done that. And then you would have had to go back. Rewatch it. And rewatch yourself. It this, puts a little bit more responsibility on the viewer. This is what but I... But I think it would have been better that's what i liked about hereditary at the end i was like oh shit i need to go rewatch it because other right. smaller things make more sense and Correct. it gives you that replay value like that was that just pissed me off so much yeah. my class and the diet like samuel jackson is an amazing actor and i do not blame him for I the feel, lines I they feel given he him. was underutilized and his lines were terrible extremely terrible his lines yeah I, f- I felt like I could almost sense him saying, like, this is some stupid shit they got me saying, but whatever, I'm getting paid. Yeah. But a lot of his lines were really, really dumb. And, like, in in the... Okay, this is going to be the biggest spoilery part out there. I, we already for, said it. I mean, this, well, this this part in particular. So, at the very, very end... Spoiler, sorry. Um, They basically kill all three yeah. characters. Yeah. Bruce Willis gets drowned in a two-inch puddle of water. Yeah. By a, by by a, a regular gra- regular guy, <laughs> which, look, I get it. it. It was his kryptonite. I get it. You know, he was weak. He was in but the... But t- to be fair, okay, so, like, in Unbreakable, his whole deal was, like, nothing could kill him. He never could get sick. He was in this crazy train accident that never harmed him. He's never been to the... He's like, when was the last time he'd been sick? He's like, oh, I don't know. He, 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 he basically was invulnerable. Except the one part that made him so he wasn't invulnerable was he almost drowned when he was a little kid, yeah. right? That was a big part of his story. And so I get that. Like, okay, he can drown. Water is his kryptonite, so to speak. I don't buy it for a second that if he gets wet, he loses all of his super strength. That to, doesn't make any sense. To piggyback off your point, they if that was what they were trying to do, they fucked it up when he was in the tank and he's hitting it. Yeah. Hitting it to get out, hitting and the he tank, broke which it. Cracks this tank and you know explodes it from the and inside. And you know your momentum's really slow in water, right? So if he had the strength to like still smash. break and smash it, you've cut your, the point you were trying to make. Which yeah happens like five minutes later. Yeah, when he's got one, you know, just a regular dude in SWAT gear on top of him, holding him in a puddle tell, of water. He couldn't bench press his way out of that yeah, fucking that. He like, couldn't just do a push up. Like, come on. Like that, that's, that was stupid. That was extremely stupid. 
and that's that's why I feel like I don't think enough people tell M Night no. He needs a no guy. Yeah, <laughs> he needs a guy like uh, you know, no M Night. M Night, what are you doing? Rewrite that shit. That doesn't make no sense. Oh, okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and but and then like his son. I have nothing against the son. Listen, I thought it was cool that they got the same actor. Yeah, that that was really that cool. was awesome. But, you know, with his line of, like, there's always something with the parents. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, you know. shut up. Like, and again, not the actor's fault. (laughs) It's not. Yeah, it's not his fault. Um, I thought the girl, I forget her name, but uh, the girl from Split, she was great again. Um, Very expression, um, so much expression and emotion in her face. Like, even, like, just the cutbacks from her going through the magazine and, like, the shock and the awe. I was like, dude, that's, those, those. Little subtleties like that, like we, you, yeah. she's not even saying words; she's expressing with her face. So, exactly. Yeah, kudos to her. Um, all of that was great. Um, and another thing too um, is that there. So the essentially kind of the way this thing ends and, and resolves is that all the three supers get killed and taken out by this Black Clover Society, and um, and they say, "Look, we found." Um, we found these supers, you know, we tried to convince them and it, it worked for a minute until someone came in and reinforced it. So they're like, it, you know, it'll work the next time. And then, uh, the, the three like side characters, uh, David Dunn's son, David Dunn. That was his name, right? I don't know. I always remember it was over. What was it? Over, uh, overwatch, overwatch. Or, or whatever, or overseer, or overseer something, something, over. something like that. Um, and then the girl from split and then, uh, uh, Mr. Glass's mom, mom, they basically had found footage that Mr. Glass had sent out, had the foresight to send out to a private server or something. For them to and, release. And, and they basically released the whole superhuman fight that happened on the front lawn of the insane asylum thing. And so, um, and, and basically letting the whole world know that there are superhumans out there. Right. That they've, that, all, that they've been around for a long time. They've been time. around for the whole time kind of thing. Even though they didn't, like... There was actually no uh, dialogue or anything from, uh, you know, the doctor when she's explaining her evil plan and stuff. But, you know, at least you know that these guys are out there and that it's real. It's not just like weird YouTube videos or whatever. And that was how they ended the whole movie. And that was the thing is like Mr. Glass was saying this isn't a special edition. It's an origin story. That's what I was like. Okay. I was like, I thought maybe for a second, all right, so Bruce, when it, Bruce it, Willis's son is going to be a new super or someone's going to yeah, pop out from this. Yeah, exactly. I expected like when he's drowning Bruce Willis for his son to get him and like throw him off or something like that. Because he said origin story. So I was like, okay, yeah. obviously I'm like, oh, someone's cool. going to come up. Right, exactly. Nothing. Nothing happened. And I thought it would have been a fun twist if uh, David Dunn's son turned out to be a, a super villain afterwards or, or because they killed his dad, you know, and he goes on a vendetta. That, actually, honestly, I thought that for half a second and the girl from split was going to be uh, the, the hero, you know, right, right, right. and it would make sense for um, Bruce Willis's son to be evil. Like, dude, my dad, my dad was a good guy. All he did was help people. All he ever did was help people. And then they the, killed him. Yeah, like, exactly. It would totally make sense to twist someone into that. Right. Exactly. And then like Mr. Glass's mom was actually like, she could fly or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was just it it had potential and i guess maybe that's what made me so mad is that's that what yeah it had so much potential parts of it throughout the whole movie yes there was corny lines and i can overlook some of those and stuff but there was some really cool stuff in there where it was you know working against these uh three different characters who are all trapped in this hospital kind of thing and you see little bits and pieces of their backstory and little bits and pieces of like them doubting themselves, doubting if they if they really have superpowers, yeah. which realistically that's the plot of Unbreakable. You know, <laughs> so it's like rehashed it one more time. Rehashed it one more time. Um but it's like I, I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for this like big giant resolution at the end where like the superheroes and the supervillains battle each other out. Someone uh, becomes victorious and and you know s- there's some sort of cool resolution and then the ending just like fell to shit yeah for sure acts one and two fine act three was just a piece of garbage and i just don't understand how that many people and like you were saying all the people involved in making that movie no one raised a hand and said whoa 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 this is a bad way yeah. to end this movie. Like, or I don't, maybe he holds a lot of clout that I don't know about, but I would think someone would step in and just be like, 
you know, maybe or maybe they don't do test audiences. I don't know, but you do yeah. it like someone would have been like, you know what? We got something here. Let's not lose focus of it. Like right. And I get I get part of what he was trying to do where um, he's trying to work against the um, tropes that come show up in a classic superhero movie. Right. He's trying to play against what to what you expect from a superhero movie. But at the end of the day, you you know, people don't always expect the superhero to win 100 percent of the time. Look at look at the Avengers and how well that did. Yeah. Right. Um, but like. Give us a resolution that is satisfying. You know what I mean? It's like if like if uh at the end of the Avengers, like uh Thanos just died, like he was he just Thor Thor beat him and he he just died and that was the end of it. That wouldn't be as satisfying no. as what actually happens, right? And so like it it doesn't have to be that you know, it ends in a happy wrapped up, tied up in a bow way every single time, but it does have to have an end to the story, right? This one didn't. No, like, yeah. Like I, maybe he left himself to be open again, but I'm, I, I can't, like, I definitely wouldn't watch them. I, I, I wouldn't, know. I'm not going to get tricked into that. And, and it's funny too, because like when we, we watched this in the theater, uh, or I watched this in the theater actually before it came out, it was one of these promo things where it was like an early releasing. And at the end of it, it was a full theater because we were waiting in line, you know, since like five o'clock to get in or whatever. And um, at the end of it, you could hear this like hush in the audience. Like no one was like, everyone's like, what? You could just hear people shrugging. Like, I guess. It was like, uh, and then everyone waited through the credits to make sure that there wasn't something cool. Make sure Bruce Willis didn't wake up or something. Yeah. Like Bruce Willis just, you know, just. Something like that, you know what I mean? And it's just like nothing happened, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Like, I, it's objectively a bad ending to that movie. Yeah, no, for for sure. So I just don't understand parts of parts of really good stuff. Bad ending, just didn't stick to landing, you know. <coughs> but um, I don't know. I, I, M Night Shyamalan's a weird director. You know what I mean? In there's directors out there who, who like, there's directors like Michael Bay, which you know what you're getting into. It's, that's so funny you said that because I always compare these two the same, but I'm going to let you finish your point. Go ahead. So so with Michael Bay, you know what you're getting into, right? There's going to be a, a lot of, like, grimy, sweaty-looking people with, like, super overexposed, you know, uh, colors and stuff. Spinning camera. Spinning helicopter camera <laughs> around, like, you know, someone holding a flare or something cool. And... um. You know, there's going to be explosion and stuff, and that's what you're going in for, right? And um, M Night Shyamalan, you know, it's you expect some twist and some like, not necessarily twist, but you expect to think about some stuff. You expect to be like your mind to be toyed with, and I think that honestly, sometimes that actually works against him. Yeah, I think he suffers from he's he's not as smart as he thinks he is. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> or the, or the world has gotten smarter and and looks out for the the twist that like maybe if this movie came out twenty years ago when Unbreakable came out maybe we would have been like oh shit that's crazy but mm. now there's been too much there's been too much I just feel like those two directors like they have the you know a broken clock is right twice a day right like <laughs> every now and then they'll be like oh, okay hey that was a, that was a good one yeah um. And I just feel like Split and what was it? Signs. Because I never saw Sixth Sense because someone ruined that shit for me. But I feel like... You never watched Sixth Sense? Like, to this day? Someone killed it for me. They you gotta killed watch Sixth Sense. I mean, I'll go and watch it, but it's kind of hard when you know. <laughs> it is, but still, I, it's still worth it, I think, just to see how it was pulled off. But yeah, you're right. If, like, the big twist on that one makes that movie, you know? But Signs, signs, signs awesome. I liked. Yeah, Signs yeah. I liked. I was like... I liked Unbreakable. Uh, Unbreakable was goofy alien aside, you know, but (laughs) I can forgive that. I can forgive that for the time, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, the CG is whatever it was, but like the whole thing coming under the door. Yeah, all of that was great. Yeah, cool. And then um, I liked the village, too. I know that was kind of when it started turning for a lot of people, but I enjoyed the village. I thought that was a cool idea. Lady of the Lake, too. Um, That one, I was just like (laughs) not impressed with. And then after that was the happening, wasn't it? The happening, the happening. I 
when I watched it, I was just laughing. <laughs> I was like, really? Well, here's the thing. I think, you know, I thought the happening... Marky Mark as a science teacher? Mm. Yeah, so poorly <laughs> cast, for sure. Like, he should, it should not have been a Mark Wahlberg vehicle. Um, <laughs> not saying anything against Mark Wahlberg, but it's just no one buys you as a scientist. Hey, I, there's some Marky Mark movies I like. It's like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, I like him in movies, but I'm not going to say he's like a, you know, marine biologist. You know, it just doesn't doesn't fit his character. <laughs> Um, he could be a nerd, dude. He could be a dude in a lab. Just... No, no, he cannot. <laughs> With no. his big, thick sausage fingers working a microscope. <laughs> I keep breaking the keyboards. <laughs> um, but I will say that um, it was an interesting concept for, for the happening. But I think it's one of those things that looks better on paper. Yeah. Like it reads better than it actually makes a movie out of when it. I, when I Where watched- Bird Box, which is almost the exact same thing, but with a slightly different twist on it. It's very similar. Okay. so with- But, you know, they pulled it off much better where, you know, they it, it, it played out cinematically a lot better. I when, think. when I saw the happening, this is at the end of the movie. It's like, oh, M. M. Night Shyamalan thought, I'm so smart. I want to help the environment. I want to scare people into saving plants. The plants can kill you. It's just like, yeah, you know, like I read this article. Now hear me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, check it out. Plants kill people because plants are sick of humans. Boom, blow people's minds. It's it's just it was it was an interesting. Like again, I think it reads better than it filmed. Then it, it actually manifests itself in film form. Because like, if you think about it, it's like okay. Mother Earth is trying to heal herself, and what's the main thing that's hurting Mother Earth right now? Humans. Humans. Okay, that's a cool concept. I can. I get that. I get where he started from, and then it's just like guys, you know, a guy just like breathes in some dust or something, and then like lays under a, a you know a lawnmower or something. I'm like, I see the comparison you were making to Bird Box now. Okay, yeah. Got it. So it, it's it's similar, but you know, it's just. It's a weird way he he pulled it off incorrectly. Like yes. it just wasn't wasn't what it should have and been. Which is the glass? Which is the glass? Yeah. you had a great idea. Yeah, a great idea. And you fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> you handed something awesome, and you shat all you over. Shat on it. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I wanted I wanted it to be good. You know, I went in. I'm like M Night's back. Like this is last Airbender. Be damned. This is gonna be. <laughs> This is going to be the one that turns it around. Because Split was great. And I, The Visit was great. Did I you ever watch The Visit? No. I enjoyed Split. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was fantastic. or It was it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. I, I thought I thought Split was a great movie. I, I think, like, that's, you know, it's not his best one. You know, I don't, I don't think. But I think that when you go to see a movie, it was cool because... You get to see James McAvoy acting his balls off. Yeah, I mean, which maybe was awesome. maybe that's what did it for me. With Split was James McAvoy because he was he was spectacular. Oh yeah, it was it was completely an actor driven movie for sure. Like the the kind of twist on it where like he can actually like the personality is is so ingrained in him that it actually gives him superpowers. That was an interesting, you know twist kind of deal at the end which i think it was another thing i i read i read multiple personalities they could even manifest physically like you yeah like get diabetes, like diabetes yeah. yeah exactly so and i felt like he read that i'm gonna make it into a movie <laughs> yeah so i mean i i feel like there was that was a actually one of the weaker parts of it but then when you see bruce willis at the end of the credits and like, yeah that was like oh are ooh, they are ooh, they that's fun same universe so there I, I think that he's uh he's he's make turning himself around a little bit like he he's on the men because there was a while where like they would not put his name on anything because <laughs> well, there was another one he did right wasn't there a sci-fi one that he did i um, don't know i'm gonna look that up uh but i'm pretty sure there was a um a sci-fi movie he did that like no one knew that it was M Night Shyamalan because they kept his fucking name off of it because they knew it'd be cancerous to add it. Yeah, on. and um, no, I feel like he's a great. He he comes up with good ideas. I wouldn't say great, but he comes up with good ideas. But I think he definitely needs to partner up with better storytellers, you know. And then that way, together, then maybe After something. Earth. That was the other one with uh Oh, I I I knew that was gonna be fucking terrible. Yeah. 
That killed what's his name's career, didn't it? Uh, Will Smith's son. That's like the well, last. Yeah, thing I think he'd... he killed his own career. Mm. He went fucking psycho. We'll say we'll say both. <laughs> yeah, we'll say both. Um, Devil was actually not bad. Did you ever see? Devil? I saw Devil. It was it was okay. It was okay. The leap of it's the devil. Like really, it's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like couldn't just be a crazy person. And then everyone's accepted. Yeah, it's the devils. I mean, they said it was the devil, so it has to be the devil. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was like it was kind of like signs where, like, you know, they're talking about aliens and crop circles the whole time, and then it actually turns out to be aliens. You're like, well, I guess that's kind of cool, you know. I thought that was fun. It was what I liked about signs was that um, what fed you, what at least what made me scared watching it was how fearful the characters were being you know joaquin phoenix was terrified like and you could tell like they didn't yeah. want to believe it but slowly the paranoia starts kicking in slowly yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. my god maybe there is something going on and that was that was good you know where that m night and <laughs> glass happened yeah. i don't know maybe because he was younger you know he's trying new things maybe a little ambitious i don't know maybe it's you know maybe it was the simple fact of having fucking uh mel gibson involved you know what I mean? I mean like, say what you will about Mel Gibson. The guy knows story. You know, he, he's, an, he's a master storyteller. Like, in all of his movies that he's directed, they're awesome. Yeah. Anti-Semitic as fuck. Yeah, but still, <laughs> I can separate that. <laughs> That's, I've had conversations with people where, like, it's, it's so hard where, like, separating art versus a terrible right. fucking person. Like Kevin Spacey. Obviously, like things have come to light, he's a terrible person. But goddamn, watch House of Cards season one and two, and that is amazing. <laughs> and it's it's just like, should we separate? Like it's hard. And like, should we? Because someone has done something terrible. This this is my heart. Like I think when someone has done something terrible, you obviously don't want them to be gaining financially from some work. That being said that person's not the only person that worked on that project. Right. You know, like there are a lot of other people who are attached to it. And it's like by punishing Kevin Spacey, you're also punishing the camera guy, the director. All the best boys. Yeah, or like the sound guy, the editors, who did nothing, who absolutely did not nothing. Not only that, but all the other actors. Yeah, it's like, you know? like they're suffering too for someone else's sins, you know? Right, exactly. That's a, you know... I've caught in some heat when I'm like, yeah, dude, I try to separate the art from the artist and people get mad like, because and the the point I'll make is that they're not the only ones. You here, know? Here's a here's a good example, right? Like you can take someone like like except Bill R. Cos- Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. Yeah, except <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but say say you got someone like Bill Cosby, right? Or even Louis C.K. It's a little easier to separate them. And I'm not saying that Louis C.K. is as bad as Bill Cosby because I think they're kind of in different realms. But they've both obviously done some shitty, shitty things, right? But it, because they're more from the comedian side of things, it's easier to separate them and say, all right, well, if I don't want to support Louis C.K. anymore, I can just not watch Louis C.K. comedy, right? Though it, now that I'm thinking about it, I should have picked a different shitty comedian <laughs> who like d- doesn't have a show because he has that show where and everyone there everyone is, in that show is getting you know fucked and, up and that show was winning a ton of awards and yeah like it wasn't yeah. just Louis alone you know right. it was other everyone people. in it was great yeah I should have I should have thought that out a little bit but like but his comedic work but obviously, the, yeah, yeah or like R Kelly you, you're right R Kelly okay so yes he does have roadies and shit like that right but at the end of the day. When you're going to an R. Kelly concert, you're seeing R. R. Kelly, Kelly, yeah, right. And so backup dancers can go work somewhere else. You know, yeah, backup singers, exactly. You know, they're not tied to the R. Kelly show. You know, it's so it's easier for for you to separate something like that when you have an actor like you know, like Kevin Spacey. You know, a good example. When you talk about like say House of Cards, which is one of his most recent things, not like. Kevin Spacey is actually a minor part of that in the grand scheme of things. You have writers and producers and directors who do way more to yeah. that show than he ever did as just an actor. Yeah, he's an executive producer, which just means he puts a bunch of money into it and you know has say over this and that. But I think at the end of the day, um, you're hurting everyone else involved in that show by like boycotting it. And it sucks because it's like that was a good show, you know. I don't know. Yeah, outside of him, you yeah, know? outside of him, yeah. 
Um, so it's tough. It's you know, and what are you gonna? You're never gonna watch that movie seven again because that movie was fucking awesome. And he wasn't the only one. Yeah, in fact, he had mine. Like, he, he had a very minor role. Yeah. He was only in the last ten minutes or so. But yeah, you know, just things like that. It's 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 very it's a difficult place because I think people are in the right frame of mind where yes, you know, you don't want to support someone who who's done something shitty, whether it's like. You know whether it's some sort of sexual assault type deal, or just like someone who who you know, like Mel Gibson, where he's just an anti semite and overall a bad person. You know what I mean? It's just like it's hard to separate that. I does that mean I don't want to see another Mel Gibson movie? I'll be honest, I kind of do. Like he does make good movies, but it's because everyone else comes together and makes it a good movie. So it's really hard to That's why it's 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 not a easy it's not a easy black or white thing. There's no easy answer to it. It is what it comes down to. I mean, you can try, you know, maybe wait till it comes out on video, you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> <laughs> baby steps. Um, but yeah, you got to you got to realize that there's a lot of people involved in a lot of these things and um I think that it's too easy of an answer to say, "Oh, I'm just not going to watch. I'm not going to watch HBO anymore because they uh, they had the Louis show on." You know, like, it was like, "Well, HBO wasn't in the room when yeah, he was doing exactly. some creepy shit." Yeah, exactly. And you know, and we got to hold individuals accountable. Not, it's too easy to say, "Oh, well, you know, um, Netflix should you know remove House of Cards from their their uh, service because of." Kevin Spacey doing a shitty thing. Well, no, I mean Netflix owns that property. They they should do whatever they want with it. It's not saying that like, are they going to take all Kevin Spacey movies off? It doesn't make any sense. No, removing him from the project was perfect. Was the best that, way yeah. to do it? Yeah, make the individual accountable. Did you watch the video of him on YouTube? No. Oh, you got to watch the video. Is it bad? It's bad. <laughs> what is it? Was it about? Was it? He comes on as Frank. And, like, he – everyone should just watch it. Anyone who has watched it knows exactly what I'm talking about. But he's basically in character saying, like, did you watch me die? They said I died. And, like, you wanted the villain. I was the villain. And it's just, like – it's, like, he's, like, trying to play the character but also connecting it to what he had done. Exactly. Like, what he had done in real life. Yes. Yeah, it sounds very like, tasteful. What were you thinking? Like, who – like, what – Another thing, no one, told, no, him one no. told him no. No one told him no. Like you had no one telling you that's a bad idea. Like you yeah. had no one telling you that was a bad idea. Like that to I me know. means all your friends wanted to see you do something stupid, or you have no friends. Right, <laughs> it's exactly. one or the other. <laughs> you should watch it. I'll have to. I'll have to check that out. It's. I mean, that's you know, it's uh, maybe a discussion for a different time, but like. It'd be interesting once someone figures out like what what is the right way for these people to <laughs> to like you know uh, do the right thing like how how can you know they um, rehabilitate themselves in the public's eye can they or maybe it's impossible. There's we a lot of debate with amongst comedians, and I'm not taking either fucking side. <laughs> I'm yeah. Switzerland on this shit, but with Louis C.K., because he did come back and he did a show. I think he did at yeah. the cellar. He yeah, did yeah. a show. Right, yeah. And there are some people who are like, well, hasn't he been punished enough? And there's other people like, nah, he hasn't. I am not the decision maker. I'm not picking one side yeah. or the other. I don't know. I don't know what, like you said, I don't know what's the right answer. Yeah, I think it's it's a, there is a, we should have a conversation about it, you know, and, and because there are certain people who I feel have like a good one was like Al Franken, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, with the with the picture, with the picture, right? So that was one of these things where I feel, and now this is my personal opinion. It doesn't have to do with you know what is actually right or wrong, but I feel that the amount of good he had done as a politician had, I think, had paid for what misstep he had as a comedian mm -hmm. right i feel like if you have someone who dedicates their whole life to making things better for you know uh women and people of color and people of different you know orientations and genders and such if you dedicate your whole life to making the world a better place for those people 
I think you should be allowed that one misstep when you were younger and and just a comedian. He wasn't that young. <laughs> well, it was it was before he was a politician. A politician, right? And my take on that is it's still not okay. It's still not okay. It's not okay that he did it. Um I understand why the Democratic Party did it or asked them because they basically they forced them to do it. I yeah. get it. You want to be the party that's on the right side of history. Right. It was technically the right move to do. Um, he did do a lot of good. What I will say is, why is it that we would hold a certain politician to a certain standard when we don't hold it to the highest office? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like I, fucking I, grab him by the pussy. How, think like, about how ridiculous that standard is. Like, I get it. They're trying to save face and like, oh, you know, this is one more piece of ammunition that the, the uh, GOP has. But still, it's just like, at what cost? You know, I I mean, did you see the photo that he took? Yeah, yeah. Like, who cares? Like, come on, <laughs> you know. Well, she might have cared. Well, <laughs> it's up to her. But she, she also she also said that like, you know, um, that you know, yes, she didn't she didn't think it was funny at the time, but like she she had said something like that she did not want him. She did, was not calling for his resignation or anything. You know, I just don't. I feel like the amount of. Uh, good potential that that guy had had you know more than paid for like i said it was a misstep you know when he was a a comedian and he was a comedian you know i mean he was yes comedians are not infallible like there are certain things that can you know you can't say oh it was just for the sake of comedy sure i understand that but i think at the same time holding him to the same you know uh the same standards as a u.s senator when he was not a U.S. senator, are a little different. I mean, if he was a comedian and that had happened, and he was still a comedian now, it would have been an apology, you know. And then he it would still have, would have been in bad taste. It would have been in bad taste, but he would have gone on to continue doing comedy. My thing is like hold everyone to the same standard. Yeah, the president, yeah. everyone, exactly. And and that's never going to happen. No, <laughs> it sucks. It, we it's, got so off topic. How the fuck did we get here? What we really need, Christian, is the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> the Punisher just, just comes murdering in people. It sorts everything out. <laughs> I know, but yeah, that was from M Night Shyamalan. That's how yeah, we got. Fuck there. you, M Night. See what you do to us. <laughs> That's the twist of the episode. We started talking politics. I blame him. Yeah, uh, but go see the movie and make your own decision. <laughs> Yeah, actually, in messages, what do you think? Are we wrong? Fucking yeah, let tell us, us tell us what you what you think. Yeah, hit us up on our uh, Facebook or on our Twitter at Nerds with Friend, or uh, even on Instagram if you want. I mean, we, we read those too. We we hit you up on everything. We read everything. Let us know what you think. Um, how you weigh in on it? Should M Night continue making movies? Is Mel Gibson really a bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no and yes, no and yes. Well, and yes. Actually, and I would I would say yes and yes. I mean, if we're gonna get another signs, I'm I'm down to shuffle through. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he, you can't make every movie great, and I think I think I take, th- I take that back. Yes, yes, because I feel everyone should create. We need more things out there. Things should be created. I don't want to stifle anyone's creativity. Yeah, and he he went for it. You know, he tr- he tried something, and sure, you know. You, you can't hold every director like uh, to a hundred percent, you know, track record, right? Split was good. The visit was good. You should see the visit if you haven't seen it. Okay. Um, yeah, he had like a, a several years of stinkers there in the middle, but then he also had some really good ones right when he started. So, I mean, it, it, it they can't all be winners. But no, I get it. It was disappointing because this one was like yeah, the, you're the right. conclusion. You you're know? right. Spielberg has had some, you know, yeah. some downs. Yeah, some bad ones, but um yeah, I hope he I hope he gets back on track cuz uh for a minute there it was nice to see an M Night Shyamalan movie again <laughs> and, <laughs> and I want that feeling back. <laughs> and I'm sure he does too. Um I feel like this movie's still going to make a lot of money, so. Yeah. So, uh a couple little things to wrap up though. Um some nerdy news. We had um the new Spider-Man uh, Far From Home trailer release. Excited. It looks real good. I'm still curious how they're going to tackle the whole, wasn't he dead at the yeah. end of it? Well, th- I think they're in an interesting place because, yes, in the Avengers Endgame, like half, sorry if you haven't seen the Avengers, you, 
should be listening to this if you haven't seen these movies. <laughs> I don't think you would be listening to it. Yeah, thing. exactly. Uh, but I think you know it's it's weird timing, right? Because Marvel and and Sony in this case, uh, you know, they have a schedule of movies they want. What do they delay Spider Man a whole another year just so they don't cross trailers? I'm just curious: is it pre Thanos or is it? Post Thanos, it's true. Yeah, we don't we don't hundred percent Ant Man. They left it vague, you know, and it wasn't until the end. You're like, oh, okay, this was pre Thanos, right? Exactly. So you know, who knows? We might get, um, you know, we might get some explanation. I'm sure we will get plenty of explanation once Avengers comes like, out. Is he in the Soul Gym? Is this all? Is he imagining these things? Like, yeah, exactly. We don't know, and so I think that's a they have a uh, a cool, um. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how they play that out because we've seen an Avengers trailer and we've seen a Spider-Man trailer now and, like, there's no Spider-Man in the Avengers trailer and there's no repercussions of Thanos in Because yeah, if, if this is post after everything's been solved, it's like, so we're just not going to talk about what happened? <laughs> we're not yeah. going to talk about that I was dead? Like, what's 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 going on? Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how they handle I'm super excited no matter what oh, because no. Mysterio's I'm... in it and he's wearing the fish fishbowl yeah. helmet on it. It looks awesome. Um, I actually really like his costume. It looks super cool. Yeah, it looks good. Like, I like that they're um, keeping true to the original, like, comic books although i'm shocked that they showed him without the the dome that's true but you got jake gyllenhaal you can't you gotta have his handsome face out there yeah not I didn't mean, pay all that money to not show him yeah exactly could have paid an intern to be mysterio <laughs> if we weren't gonna show his face um but yeah i think that'll be pretty cool i'm i'm super excited for that also you see the new shazam trailer yes looks real i think good. dc's finally gonna finally gonna do it yeah i think um, you know, Aquaman is making more money than any of them so I far. I have some feelings. Yeah, <laughs> about Aquaman. Well, let's we'll talk Aquaman like maybe next time because uh, I I'm going to go see it this week. I think I I have to. Yeah, and we could talk. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think they're they're starting to make some of the right moves, which is really cool. Um, and I hope they continue to do uh, good decisions when it comes to movies. so far shazam looks like it's they, gonna be the one and they did say that they're um you know they are uh focusing less and less on a combined universe and more and more on making director driven good movies oh, so now they're gonna actually build the characters and then yes. have them team up the and way they should have done it in the beginning the way they should have done in the beginning i think you know they're like yeah you know we've got to we've got to realize we're not the marvel universe and you know so we're gonna do it this way i'm like that's the way marvel did it yeah you just you wanted to jump to the end, you yeah. Know? You saw a cash cow, and you're like, oh, I want to cash in. Yeah. So make, I, I'm excited for Shazam and the new Wonder Woman, and the, I'm excited for the new Joker movie too. I, I think we're going to get a Joker movie preview in the Super Bowl. I um, I love Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's an amazing actor. I'm I'm hoping, I'm sure he's going to do something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope he doesn't try to rehash what um Heath Ledger did because. No. Just don't touch it. New. Yeah, d- don't touch it. Don't try to be Heath Ledger. Just be you. Yeah, and uh, don't do with uh, Leto. <laughs> yeah, don't do that either. And you know, I I feel like I gave Jared Leto a hard time. No, you didn't. Well, you did, but it was fine. Y- you know, but like he, it was written for him that way. I mean, it's not just like Jared Leto shows up on on you know on stage and everyone's like, oh, just start filming, just start filming. This is the character he made. You think like, they gave him the tattoo on the hand too? I think they gave him a lot of that <laughs> stupid shit that has David Ayer written all over. You think over they it. gave him that? He drives a really fast, fancy car. Lamborghini. Like, when did Joker ever care about that shit? Yeah, there's some weird choices, but um, but I am excited for the Joker movie, especially because Martin Scorsese is involved, and I think that could mean that it's going to have some good stuff to it. When they casted Joaquin Phoenix, I was like, I'm down. Yeah, I think I think it, it'll it has. Great potential, um, and then uh, so I'm glad DC's taking some chances. Like Shazam is a, is an interesting one to do like a a, a movie about because he's so different from all yeah. the other characters. And then I think doing a Joker solo movie will be a very interesting way of doing it. I don't know how they're going to do. It. They're going to start doing Harley Harley Quinn like um, standalone movies, which will be kind of interesting. Really? Yep. Yep. They're gonna. They already have one slated for it with Margot Robbie, but I don't know. 
That'd be interesting. I mean, you have to have the Joker in that one. Is it going to be Jared Leto? Probably, right? You think so? Well, I guess they... I mean, I guess they would kind of have to. They already yeah. showed them together. Exactly. So, interesting things in the works. Uh, I'm Interesting ex- times. Yeah. I'm excited to see what's going on. But that just about does it for uh, us this week. But... Uh, like I said, we'll be back probably next week, too. So we're going to have more nerds. And uh, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, let us know what you think. Are you excited to have more weekly nerds? I am. I am. So, you know, you better be, too. <laughs> but uh, let us know what you think in the comments. Um, and then, Christian, thanks for showing up week after week. Horley. Um But, uh, yeah, we'll get back to you guys next week. And to all nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. It's friends. This is friends. Thank you.